0: So I have some exciting news as of today. I so I I like have this like weird trend of like when the fall hits, I get really really into my fitness, mm. like my personal fitness again. Like last fall I trained for a half marathon. And then I kind of just like fell off a little. Like I go through these like roller coasters of like training and stuff, and I used to have a coach um a consistent coach a long time ago and then when he he left. I did online for a little bit, and then I ultimately shifted away from that because I felt like it was like now we knew each other too well, and it was like too close to home. So, anyways, um, back a couple months ago, this is gonna be so fu- this is so funny, this story. So, back a couple months ago, I met this guy off Hinge, and I was talking There's to him, and he off the Hinge, but yeah, uh, that's one besides the point, <laughs> um, and. I was he was into fitness and he mentioned his coaches um, that he used and I like followed them because I'm like I've been in the market for a new coach for a while mainly on like the accountability nutrition side training wise coaches like, need I coaches. have um, that under control but I need I felt like I wanted some like just like having that accounta- sure. extra accountability because to be honest I can't do everything and so at this point I'm like okay so anyways he he like showed me them on Instagram so i following them mm-hmm. and Like the coaches that he, it's like a, it's like I called them the power couple and their names are like Sarah and Kenny and, um, Sarah really stuck out to me as like, like a, like a real, she's like a real coach. Like her, like, she's not like, she's lifestyle fit. Like she's Mm -hmm. strong lifestyle fit. Like her content is really good anyway. So I was like following it. Him and I, obviously we didn't continue dating. We went our separate ways, whatever, but we're still cool from afar you know like it's not bad but I kept on following his coaches and she kept on like coming back around you know and so finally I just like reached out to her and like set up a meeting today so we had a really good phone call and then so I signed up to do like nutrition coaching with her for my commitment to myself is six months um, and we're gonna just dial it in and I told her I was like I love being strong I told her a little bit like my background mm-hmm. and her and I clicked like right away cool that's so good which is really important because I've been interested in having a female coach never really had got the opportunity to like really have one but also now as a coach I know what I'm looking for you to find the right one yeah, yeah. and um, because we like her content and the way she communicates and things like that is very similar to, to like what I'm trying to do in the, as a coach in the industry I felt like this not only could be like a really good um like opportunity to like meet like work with somebody but also like mentor and coach and just kind of learn um but also better myself so I'm excited that I signed up with her today so moving forward I have I finally found a coach for a little bit but good for you for that yeah because I was like I have a hard time I have a hard time asking for help and I told her about that. Good for you. Um, and I told her, I was like, I have this like roller coaster effect where I'll like train really, really hard for a while, nutrition will be good, and then it will like fall off. Yeah, and just I was like, nutrition is the hardest part of training. It always is. That's what her Speed. and I discuss. It really is like being consistent, and it just helps to have that accountability. So if you don't have that accountability, like f- like find a way to get it. Yeah. And I know like it's pricey, but when you're spending money. It's really investment in yourself. In yourself. And Mm -hmm. I know like these small steps, because I'm like trying to twist and turn, like these small steps that I'm making in my life right now through the midst of COVID and pandemic and readjusting in life will lead to bigger things. And so surrounding yourself with like minded individuals, yeah, she might live out of state in the middle of the country, but. Like just the community of which she's a part of, and her herself and her husband, like they were like to me, like ultimate power couple, and I love it. Um, and so I'm like, okay, like this is exciting. Like little steps to make the big steps, big goals happen. Cool. So little steps, guys. It doesn't happen overnight. Baby steps. Baby
1: steps. But I also I love that like a lot of times as coaches, like we think like no, we can
0: be that person. And well, I was telling myself I could be that person for the last month. Mm -hmm. And granted, I was working really hard to be that person but I'm like I just I don't want to be that person right <laughs> like like we you, don't always have it all together right we don't we <laughs> really don't we just
1: don't we're fucking breaking down all the time. <laughs> no I value seeking coaches or at least um finding camaraderie with other coaches yeah. to keep yourself accountable because if you if you're alone by yourself as a coach um you just you don't get other experiences so like yeah. you get to learn someone else's training style and from there you can grow as your own coach mm-hmm. and not necessarily like take what she's doing or like plagiarize yeah. what she's doing but, but you get to learn twists. different styles and yeah. yeah just expand your repertoire of yeah. training and yeah. so and how you can benefit your clients as well mm-hmm. I think that's great yeah Come that's like at. a big step for me yeah. because I
0: I've dominantly trained with males my mm-hmm. whole life and But my directive is females mm-hmm. and helping empower women and help bring accountability and help women like, be stronger in their own skin and life and brain and all that stuff. So therefore, guess what brain. I need to do? Surround myself with like-minded women. And there are those women out there. You just have to look. Yeah, so I'm excited. So you! Yeah. Yay! Yeah, so what's going on with you? What's going on with me? <laughs> um, God, I don't
1: know. <laughs> um, I think, so you mentioned fall, and I feel like every – fall or season from summer to fall is so transitional for me every year. And I didn't realize it till this year that I looked back. I was like, Oh, last year I was transitioning out of a job into a new job Mm -hmm. and a new realm of life, new location. The season before that, or the year before that, again, I moved to California and switched jobs. So it was Mm -hmm. just like another transition time Year before that, I had just graduated from college. Oh, my eyebrows were
0: like... Whoa. I know.
1: Year before <laughs> that, literally, it was like, it's September, August to maybe October is like that that range of yeah. like change for me. And I'm feeling another pivot this um, this time around. Um, not... I don't think it'll be as big. I don't think I'm going to be switching locations Um that's crazy. I've moved every year for the last yeah. couple of years. And you did just move. I did just. Like, I technically did just move uh, a, a couple months ago into a house. So that was, like, this is my first house, too. Yeah. So I'm, like,
0: this is a house. Yeah, without parents or without anything parents, Without parents, without, like, an apartment. with it a Isn't so yard. nice? No apartment. Yes. Yes. I love living in my little house. I wouldn't change it for the world. I'm so blessed. Thanks, Good. Andreas and Amy. I love you. Shout,
1: mm, mm, mm. <laughs> shout out. Shout out, shout out. yeah, so I'm just feeling this, like, pivot again. Um and at first it was like, it's just this year. It's just that uncertainty. And I knew I kind of had a fear of uncertainty because um, I would be so futuristic and I would plan out and I'm, I'm a big planner and I do like doing that, but it ended up being detrimental to me it's like yeah. always planning and then not being present yeah, or making these plans uh, or goals that ended up not following through in my yeah. life. And so then I'd be disappointed and then yeah. I'd be frustrated.
0: The expectation.
1: Right. Yeah. So th- I I've kind of pulled back from that and just, I'm trying to like be, um, especially just this year. Um, and same with this pivot. I don't really know where this pivot is going, but Feeling, but I'm feeling it and I'm, I'm noticing like what needs to change, like in my career or my jobs. Um, and I kind of gave myself ultimatums. Like there are some things that I need for security and just
0: Life, well, yeah, like, duh. Like it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And if you don't know what it is, look it up. Look at it, it, the pyramid. Look bo- at it, the bottom of the pyramid is the s- basics, right? So, house, food, shelter, like yeah. well, yeah, shelter, mm-hmm. water, that kind of basics. And you need basics. that's the first part, foundation. It's the it's bottom of the foundation. That's why the pyramid's so big. You got that, you got to have the foundation. Really, really. And I don't know why the accent, oh, got God, all I have weird. A foundation.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, I, I'm noticing these things that I need. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, just health insurance. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so I,
0: I lose mine at the end of the year.
1: Yeah. So I'm still on my parents, um, mm-hmm. until, uh, my dad retires, which he's like kind of lingering because I don't have it. So he, yeah. he could retire like right now, but he's, I think he's holding on because
0: I get hurt often. <laughs> oh my <laughs> So gosh. I like need some health insurance. Just health insurance bucket. is expensive too. Is That's expensive. a tricky one. Mm-hmm. Cause especially being fitness coaches, that's not readily available. Yeah, yeah. And having part-time
1: jobs, part-time jobs don't don't yeah, they don't, don't give, give you health health care. So I've given myself some ultimatums with the uh, few jobs I have um, of rather than goals. And this is kind of what set, gave me some peace um, because I'm so stressed. It was like this goal, like I have this goal of being full time at this location, but you know that's not promise. Like yes, I have that goal, but like this year is is realistic
0: for what's going on. Right. Is it realistic?
1: Um, why do I want it? Um, do I actually like want to be full time or whatever, you know? Um, and so I really gave myself an ultimatum of like, if I'm not full time by this date or this month or by the end of the year, um, I do have to really find some other avenues and I'm starting to like, just keep my eyes open right now for those opportunities. Um, but that kind of gave me, like, okay, relax. Like, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, and that's okay. We're, we're going to pivot, and we're yeah. going to go somewhere else. And being okay with that transition as well, knowing that might not work out. Yeah. Not saying I'm, like, doubting or anything. Not saying I can't get it or can't achieve that. But for my own lifelong, you know, in, endeavors, like, I need – that security i need you know and that's kind of my main thing right now yeah but yeah i think just being okay with that and you know that fear kind of like subsided just like hey like yeah just know like yes things are uncertain you can still work towards these goals um but
0: your goals might change your goals always change oh yeah they're constantly changing every day it's like new goals, new things, new ideas. And it's just, I'm really bad at writing them down. Like I'll have like million dollar ideas every day. And then I'm like, oh, what was that idea again? I'm like, write that down. Write that shit I'm, down. I I uh, am working on writing stuff down, like brain dump. My roommate had told me this of rather than,
1: especially in the beginning of the month, it's like, oh, the first day of the month, like you kind of want to reflect on the past month and see what's ha- what can you improve on the next month. Um, and rather than setting goals... Cause goals is just kind of like a vague term at this point. Like you can write goals all the time. You can write them down. You can, you know, see them every day, but if yeah. you're not actively like pursuing the steps to get there, then what are they? Yeah. So rather than calling them goals, calling them expectations. Yeah. So especially when you're creating new habits, mm-hmm. it's really hard to change, but setting expectations for yourself, like this is my expectation. Like, I expect myself to do this every day. Yeah. Or
0: do this once uh, Like, a week. drink my water. Like, like drink water. Which, the update, simple- I'm doing well. How's the quee fit? You know how many times this last week I've been like, hey, can you guys say this out loud? Who said it? Who a, said it? <laughs> a lot of people have gone, like, Q fit. Okay. Because they didn't want. They didn't They didn't want to say Q fit. They, they didn't they want they did. it. <laughs> but they I'll know. will tell you right now. Like, this bottle this concept is spreading like wildfire it's a conversation uh, starter too but i will say like bathroom breaks have subsided it's not nearly as much it's just practice but i also am like already sleeping better the water bloat has subsided cool skin feeling tighter i don't know it's just there's a benefit that's a thing Mm -hmm. yeah so uh queef it (laughs) queef it hashtag queef it no hashtag, okay. no hashtag. <laughs> don't hashtag that also I'm just going to interject real quick I was on the Apple um, podcast thing looking at um, one I like to listen to our episodes but um, guys don't forget to set like write reviews and give us a rating because right. the, the more we, we want to hear like what we can improve on or like yeah. what do you like about this yeah so let us like people read that and then that kind of determines whether they're going to listen to us or not. So if you guys can go in and like give us a five star review and then a couple little sentences about why you like listening to us. We I, really appreciate it. Yeah. We would really, really appreciate that. Cause I was like, Oh, I want, I like we have reviews, but we don't have any verbal or, or like sure. written mm-hmm. reviews. We have ratings. We have yeah. We ratings. have ratings. We don't have any like
1: reviews. Well, we appreciate that too. Yeah. And if anything, like share an episode with a friend, like,
0: yeah. Share it on your Instagram. Like we got some, oh, show. We got some cool content in oh, there. Oh, show. Like, yeah. So, damn show. it. Rate it. Review it. Sidebar. Cut. <laughs> I left a five-star review
1: with no review. <laughs> with no review yeah, so did
0: But I was like, if I write something, will my name pop up? <laughs> <laughs> I love this podcast because I it's me it. and I love me. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Shit. Well, um, talking about like the fear of uncertainty, we're going to dive into kind of just general fears. Um, this might be part one, mm-hmm. part one of fears. Cause there's so much that we can kind of dive into, um, the roots of where these fears come from. And yeah. I want to first say like, what is a fear versus like a phobia and like, what's your big, biggest
0: phobia? Oh my God. Do you know the difference between like fears and phobias? Well, I'm guessing phobia is like where it's debilitating. That would make the most sense. Is like, let's say, let's take spiders for an example. By by the way, that was my water bottle. So I will be sipping throughout. Um, The phobias are are something I would, I don't know the exact definition, but what I believe it to be is it's, uh, it's an elevated fear like from like normal baseline to insanity and it's debilitating to where like if you're in the midst of a spider regardless of the size you're gonna freak out like big time yeah it's the it's the fight or flight that turns on yeah sure. like all of a sudden you're in the flight you're oh like my God. Ah! <laughs> what, am I, what am I like ah! <laughs> if you ever had that in your car loud I do not apologize Good morning <laughs> Good
1: morning Um, Yeah basically like fears
0: I feel like fears Can be Is more, like, deep-rooted. Yeah, but also they can stem from safety, a Mm firefight response as well. Mm -hmm. Like, when you get into a situation like, I have fear of blah, 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 this could be... Safety for sure. This could be your body telling you... Um like a survival mechanism. Like mm-hmm. going back to the reptilian brain where right. it's like biologically like it's gonna survival try to keep month. you alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I think I always say like I'm
1: afraid of heights and I'm like, that's not true. I'm afraid of falling. I'm really afraid of yeah, falling af- off the Afraid this cliff. of falling,
0: yeah. <laughs> and like dying and cracking your head up and that's so disturbing. <laughs> You know what? I don't mind heights, but I what I don't like is I went um, four by fouring uh, last weekend, Fine. and when the edge of the the road is right there and That's... you're right there, that. Shit your I wouldn't say fear. I have a phobia But I have an extreme fear Of I, In my head I was like So if the truck Takes a tumble It's gonna roll 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 How, Are the trees Gonna catch us Is this where I die Is this like There's just all Like all this fear Of like The right. unknown mm-hmm. that, That's really A just lot anxiety. of the fear Yeah it's So fear is very much Based in anxiety Anxiety is coupled With fear mm-hmm. Ooh, well, I just man. freaked myself up Just thinking about That experience Ooh. I was like Don't go too fast To the Side I of the road. <laughs> I got like
1: chills like when you're exp- explaining that because I know exactly that feeling of just like we're driving really fast.
0: And I'm like, Oh my god. I'm like, uh, careful, careful, careful. Oh, there's a hole. Oh, we're gonna slip, good thing it's not raining. What do you feel about people who are afraid of
1: death? Cause I know you've um I'm yeah. I mean been around death more than I have. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so I wonder what like seeing that. In your fear life. of death is
0: a very common thing. Why? Yeah. Because it's a hundred percent going to happen, and we don't know. It's there's an unknown behind it. But don't you think like because we know it's going to happen that we shouldn't be afraid of it? Not necessarily, because again, there's a unknown. If you're when it's going to happen, no, just how it's going to happen? You don't know how, when, what's it going to feel like? What's on the other side? Is there another side? So when you are conflicted about like your belief systems, there's going to be a level of fear. For me, on the other hand, experiencing death firsthand, you know, through loss of like my grandfather and the loss of my mom. And then I did grief groups for a while for kids who lost their parents traumatically. And you're kind of just learning to be in the present for them. I think what it comes down to is there's some level of um, uncertainty with death for me always. But the fear is gone because I had a really great example from my mother as she was dying, she was very much a woman of faith and very rooted in her Christian faith, and she was so trusting. And to be a part of that process, it was very beautiful yet very sad at the same time, mm-hmm. and it gave me, even though dying from cancer is very traumatic, not only for the person who's experiencing it, but for the family who's going with it, going through it with them because you're witnessing this person literally dying in front of your eyes. Um, like physically, you know, like their bodies deteriorating Mm -hmm. and things like that. And I apologize if this has triggered anyone. Um, but there's like, and this is what, for me, I'm not speaking for everybody, but for me, there was also a level of like hope Mm -hmm. because she was so rude in her faith. And I do, I was raised in a Christian faith and I do have a spiritual background. I don't know. There's some things that happened throughout that whole process and afterwards that, that leads me to feel and believe that there's so, there is a lot more after this life. Mm-hmm. Therefore, why what do I have to fear? It's the fear comes from how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, am I going to be alone the like the people yeah. that you're leaving behind, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's very real to have a fear of death. 100%. Very real. Cuz you don't very know. Very common. Mm-hmm. Very common, very normal. If you have a fear of death, it's okay. Yeah. I think what you said like
1: being there for them and basically being open and accepting of that so like mm-hmm. i don't know what, what i'm trying to say it's like to let death in like yes wha- you like, have to kind of wa- let yourself yeah, absorb the experience if exactly. you're very shut off to the it
0: mm-hmm. then you're not going to get anything out of it right but because you know you have what, to immerse it, yourself yeah in you it, have kind to of be
1: open and yeah. yes
0: i'm going to die
1: That's a scary, it is scary. Yeah, because I remember
0: she was like, I'm going to just say, she was laying at home on her quote unquote deathbed, as we put it, um, under hospice care. And, you know, she was very much like, you know what, like, I have lived a full life. I'm very grateful for my life and I have faith that everything will be okay. And to witness someone going through so much pain and agony, but to yet have still have hope and faith in what's to come, even though we don't know. I mean, we have ideas and we have concepts and things like that and theories. It, it was like I have chills because I'm just remember like it, it led me to be even more open minded once she had passed
1: mm-hmm.
0: because you guys like we don't know. But there's something more. Mm-hmm. There is something more. And I've had experiences after my mom passed away, like through dreams and like in life situations where I'm like, there's so much more and we have no idea the the how big I truly feel it's how much better it's going to be than our earthly experience. Mm-hmm. Cause I truly believe we're conscious. Like we're con We are a conscious consciousness. consciousness mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yep. Having a human experience. Like, mm-hmm. I mean like it's having a beautiful being, way to look at yeah, it. And being a human sucks, to be honest, TBH. it is painful. This is very, this earth is this living on this earth is very much like, I would say hell, a version of hell. Like what the hell? Like we're in pain. We lot, li- there's people that lie, cheat, hurt people's feelings. There's, like, racism. There's, you know, all this, like, war. Like, why would that mm-hmm. be a heaven? Like, why would that be? I mean, depending on what you believe in, but why would that be a paradise or this and that? Like, we're living in this, I don't right. know, there's just so much more no, to it. No, I totally feel it. You know, so that sparked
1: yeah. in me is, um, that's kind of a, a fear of mine of yeah. bringing a child into this world. Mm-hmm. That's, that that's right That's scary, there, too. That's why, that's, like, one of my fears. It's like, why would I Like, I've told you before that I think having kids is almost a selfish act, but once the child is here, it's not selfish. Well, it is, because you want to see a little person. Like It totally is. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you want to be a mom. You want to have the family. I would like that experience. Of course. Yeah. But all those
0: things you said, it's like, why would I want to bring a child and... I think it's going to get worse a little bit, you know, but every gen, like we mentioned before, every generation goes through its ups and downs, mm-hmm. but it also has, it also leads to, I feel like now there's a lot more open mindedness and a lot of things are shifting and that's good. Mm-hmm. Like we're shifting generations behind us are shifting mm-hmm. like a lot more open mindedness. like, I would say my brother who lives in LA, like man, like consciously, like he's on point. Like, yeah. It's really cool to see, like, our younger generation. Though we don't, and I don't want to sound like old. You know how old people are like, oh, these youngins, blah blah blah. I'm like, things just shift, things change. We get more knowledgeable. You don't know what you don't know. Like, I'm not going to hate on older the older generation for being somewhat closed minded. They live, and things like that. Like, they live their life. You know, they lived in a different life. They live in a different life. life. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: um, I'll continue kind of with that. Yeah, Uh, the fear of like.
0: Actually, is it the fear of becoming, bringing a child in the world, knowing that you will die and they're going to have to experience you well, dying?
1: Not now. Now it is.
0: Because <laughs> that's a fear of mine. Like, For sure. Like, you or know, the having the a family. child dying like. The or, yeah. Of all that. of it and experiencing that. But then you think, you know what? We don't we all have a life plan and we're not going to say we're never going to understand it. And if you try to make your life plan the right way, it's going to get jacked up. And you'll you will event like live out that life plan, but not what you think it is. Right. Um, but like experiences like that, like sometimes we don't understand it. Yeah. Um, but then when you reflect back, you're like, Okay, wow, that opened a lot of doors. Yeah, you did a lot of good things there. Are you doing okay? <laughs> no, I'm feeling good. <laughs> okay. okay, I
1: just wanna make sure like, no, that I feel was a good. tough question. Like I, so I, I like, was, like talking about this kind of stuff. I know, I know you do. But I was like, <laughs> oh, I heard like Feel like no, I'm good. Sad or anything. No, I'm happy. My I don't want clean. you to be too. I know. Oh, first of all, <laughs> I haven't seen it since it's been cut, and I like it. Oh yeah, maybe I did last Saturday, but whatever. I like it. It's, it really was a sure. really, it's a really good length. Thanks. I cut it's eight, not eight inches. Too, off. It's not
0: too mom length. It's no, like, no, no. It's like a great length. I do like how I can easily put it in that top knot thing that I yes. always wanted so to. Cute. yeah. It looks cuter with shorter hair. Yeah, it you can't do it with long hair. Sorry, guys. I'm like yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, back to like the the fear of bringing a child into this world, that's more than what they will experience. It's Mm -hmm. more than the uncertainty. It's actually, and what I found out is through my own experiences as a child and going through multiple divorces, um, my mother moving away, Mm -hmm. uh, states away and not really having, I mean, I had a, I'm I'm blessed. I had a privileged childhood. Like I'm privileged and I am understanding of that, but it was also really fucking hard. Mm -hmm. And, I'm not going to, like, sugarcoat that, like, oh, like, it's fine or whatever, but that was being ignorant of, like, these traumas that I faced through as a child and not having strong relationships with my parents, my sibling, siblings, um, my multiple stepmoms. Like, I just haven't created this strong relationship, which gives me a false uh, sense of what a family... Sh- I don't even want to say should be like Mm -hmm. um what you think what you felt it should be like what I would want okay right like what I create that exactly so that there's this like I'm kind of this in the in between that I've thought this for so long of like I don't want kids because I I want to be selfish and I want to live my own life and like all this stuff but then it's like well the next family I choose doesn't is not going to be the same one but then I have that fear of like Good God, I can't even imagine getting divorced and then mm-hmm. putting a child through what I
0: went through. Yeah.
1: Um, even, but not you even have close. the
0: choice and how you react. Right. That's the beauty thing of beautiful thing of like freedom of choice. Baby. Yeah. But also becoming a parent and I can't, I really can't speak to this, but I feel like I can speak to this. Yes. You're I'm not aunt. a parent. I'm an, aunt. I'm an aunt, but I'm also I feel like a mother to a lot of people, um, is that like we can make the choice to be even better than what our parents did based on what yes. we know now based off the experiences of like well, their their do. childhood and then what they brought raising us. Now we take that and you add it into this and then right. it's just like this like, like it's a wave. Mm-hmm. It's like.
1: I mean, you're yeah, you're supposed to either take, you're supposed to take the good parts from your own childhood and what you've been taught through your parents and implement that. Yeah. But then you're also supposed to take, then maybe not so good parts learn from that and then don't put it on your kids yeah. you know like Can i have a question i have a question it.
0: for you oh, okay. we're talking about kids more lately i know you're contemplating it aren't you like i want to
1: make sure that my the reason that i don't want kids isn't because of my fears yeah that's yeah. what i'm trying to like Kinda that's to why i'm trying to process more yeah. and like yeah
0: I don't, I'm like are you like I'm not
1: forcing like myself to change my mind. No, no,
0: I'm just wondering but I shouldn't if you're, have like, my thinking, you're thinking about it more like to really kind of Well, you you just said it. You're get, yeah. trying to get to the root of it. It's just interesting to me cuz we've never haven't, haven't really had a lot of conversations around children and mainly like I like am very bold about like yes, I want children. And you're very like no, I don't, but now you're letting yourself process stuff. Yeah. And I think there's things in your life going on right now that would lead you to f- be processing this stuff and that's very healthy and i'm proud of you oh thank you <laughs> but we don't need to go Shit. into that but you know Shut what i mean my- but it makes sense and that's why i had to ask I'm like there's something going on inside your head that's making you contemplate like family and children and things like that and processing all of it so that you have a good answer for yourself right
1: because then i think like well and I don't do this very often. I don't visualize my future very often, like 10 years down the line. what's What am I doing? You know? <laughs> I don't either.
0: Okay, good. But it's still,
1: <laughs> but you know you're going to have a family, oh, right? Oh, I can feel it though. But I don't. Like yeah. I don't see that. Yeah. Not that it's not going to happen. I just, I don't, I don't visualize my future at all. Yeah. Like ten right. years down the line. That's yeah. a long time. Maybe that's
0: something we should practice.
1: Maybe I do need to practice some visualization yeah. stuff. Like,
0: like the law of attraction and like but like manifestation, years. Yeah, Maybe? But yeah that's
1: what I am processing of like these childhood experiences that, you know, did shape me to who I am, but also created these deep, 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 deep rooted fears that I didn't even know about until yeah. I let myself start you know, accepting it. I had to go back. You have to go back and find these little things that have added to your own mindset and your thoughts. Why are they here? Why do I think like this? Why do I feel this way? Like Mm -hmm. keep asking yourself why? Like why? Why? Where does it come from? The why behind the why. Exactly. Man, you can get
0: to some dark stuff that way. I use that with coaching conversations and damn, if it, if not all conversations lead to some level of tears. And to, <laughs>
1: right, but to to kind of bring it into our coaching world, it's like you ask a client, okay, they say I want to lose twenty pounds or I want to be one hundred and fifty pounds or whatever. Yeah. You ask why? They're like, well, I just want to look better and I want to feel good in my clothes. I'm Like, why? Yeah. Well, um, to be more I'll, confident. I'll, I'll be more confident yeah. and blah blah. And I'm like, well, why will you be more confident when you lose the weight? And they're like, um. I'll have a better sense of self and um I'll love myself more, but you should love yourself before. Yeah. but it gets deeper and deeper yeah, and in then each you're like, well, tell me
0: why is that important for you to have self confidence and mm-hmm. love and support because and then ultimately, I love it when it comes down to because I just like want to be good for it really what it comes down to is being good okay with yourself mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm that's the root of them. Mm-hmm. That's like when I, yeah. Or some people's kids too. They're yeah. Like, or like mm-hmm. I, I want to be around some, my kid, like I don't want to be unhealthy anymore. Cause I want, I want to be a good be example my for kids. my kids. And like, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is that just important? Keep asking why.
1: Yeah. I have a question for you. Go. Have you ever uh, faced
0: your, one of your fears?
1: Oh yeah. And
0: Oh yeah. Can I'm you give me an a, example? I, um, okay. So I'm just going to go right into it. One of my fears. Uh, was leaving my marriage mm-hmm. and really like taking the step to be like, okay, I'm done. And that was, that took a hot minute, but. What were you afraid of? Um, Fear of uncertainty, okay. fear of the future, fear of being alone, fear of. Did you I have like Sure. Did you, I could sure. Shit did you create
1: like narratives in your head like, that I wasn't. Well, when I leave, this is gonna happen. Like, yeah. that, the like, fear to of this s- is
0: gonna happen. The, Can you get the, specific? Some degree. Di- some di- level is like, well, will I be able to find anybody else? Like, I wasn't happy. Neither of us were happy. So why would you force that? Mm -hmm. But there's the, it's a lot of it circulated around the fear of the unknown. And like, can I do it? Am I capable? Because to be honest, for a long time, I, you know, was I would say, like in a habitual relationship, so it'd be like one relationship after another. And now I'm in a place where I am truly been single for over a year. And yeah, I've dated a little bit, but I'm like still consistently single, and I'm really proud of that. Mm -hmm. But there, a big fear was the fear of being alone. So, um, what happens when you're alone? Like, what would you be afraid of? Well, what used to happen was a lot of like negative self-talk or Mm -hmm. like that I'm not good enough, Uh, just negative self-talk, like, and that like, I'm not loved and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, shut up. Those aren't true. And then what I would have to ask myself is what evidence do I have that makes that true? So a lot of fear-based stuff is very much in the head and it's going to cause you more agony living in the fear than just going into the fear.
1: So, there's this quote from Mark Manson and he's the author of the subtle art of not giving a fuck, which is my mantra of a book Mm -hmm. like highly, highly recommend. I naturally don't give a fuck like, but the book is like, it's not to not care or not to give a fuck about anything like fuck everything. How many times can I say fuck? Mm -hmm. Um, But it's more like, what do you give a fuck about? But anyway, so Mark Manson, he had a post uh, a couple weeks ago and he said, we all know someone or perhaps we are that someone who continues to stay in a bad relationship. Neither person's happy. Everybody knows they aren't happy yet. They stay together. They hang on. Well, Why? Well, we generally overestimate the significance of feeling a large amount of pain in the moment. If you choose to end things Mm -hmm. and totally underestimate the significance of feeling small amounts of pain over years and years. If you stay unhappily together. And I'm like, well shit. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, we think whether it's a relationship or a job, Oh, we'll just give it some more time. We'll, we'll give it another year. Like, Oh, maybe leap. maybe it'll change or something like that. And it's like, you got to real like, yeah, there's like a time period. It's not like one bad day. You feel bad. It's like, see ya. Um, but you have to be honest. It's almost
0: being honest with yourself. Well, you can't, yeah. The thing is, is, like, you cannot keep lying to yourself. If all the evidence is there that you're in a shitty relationship, I think it's time to go. If he or her is making you feel unworthy and this and that or, like, making you feel bad or, like, there's some level of a verbal abuse, maybe physical abuse, it's okay to say, stand up for yourself and say bye. Even if there's nothing, like
1: even H- inherently if,
0: wrong with them. It's yeah. just, they're not your match anymore. Yeah. And if it's not working out with you, like there's definitely been people I talked to that were fitting the type, but they didn't have the depth and I need depth. If you can't go on a deeper level with we're me, people, yeah. we're soul
1: searching people. Yeah. And I just
0: am, I just need someone who's willing to go like deep dive into the soul with me. Like yeah. I want to, you really find that soul mate Not a lot of pressure anymore, to be honest. Like, within the last couple of months, I've really relinquished, like, given it up and been like, hey, just focus on you and it'll all come together. Um, And, like, yes, I would love to, like, find a soulmate and have that happy ending and blah, blah, blah. uh, Sleep us (laughs) in Seattle. But I'm going to be patient with it. Yeah. It takes time. My path is different. I wasn't meant to be. Married white picketed fence and have children early in life. And it's as soon as okay. you stop like looking and putting so much pressure on myself. Geez, like my womb is still gonna be there. You're good. Yeah, you, they're still, it's still, it's still, still there. It's still working, it's still bleeding. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. <laughs> Never a dull moment here on Weights, Wine, and Wisdom. yeah, the
1: fears of relationship, whether you're ending one or getting into one. Oh, it's all scary. I think it's super scary. And you don't want your fears of your past relationships or past marriages to affect how you pursue a new one. Yeah, but you can't help it, but it infiltrates a little bit. But you have to recognize it. Like, that's my thing, This honestly, this week, of recognizing these fears um, of pursuing a new relationship Mm -hmm. and recognizing them and letting them go because the new relationship will not be the same as your old relationship. So if everyone's got baggage. We get that, but being able to process and say, Hey, and like almost verbalize it out loud because yeah. a lot of the times we think we got to figure it out ourselves.
0: No, talk to your partner talk or, to, or your future partner.
1: Yeah. Talk to your partner or talk to like your friends. Mm-hmm. Even like just verbalizing it can be so beneficial because we always create this narrative in our head and for example, I don't believe in right person, wrong time. I think that's a construct of fears um, mm. of like it won't work out or there's yeah. complications or stuff like that or like you want to work on yourself more before you get into relationship and these are all the things that were happening in my head. Yeah. And then I like, once I so- told that out loud to a couple friends, I was like, Kim, relax. God, you're making such a narrative and yeah. your ego is getting in the way of potentially something fantastic and great. Yeah. So... It's it's being honest with yourself yeah. again about like being what is holding you back like yeah. what is truly holding you back like do you really not want the relationship is it not the wrong person because that's valid or is it your own shit that you're getting in bring, the way. getting in the way
0: well yeah. like I was talking to my friend Chris I was like telling him I was like not too long ago I was like dating's dumb I just need a break la 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 and he was like Jess give yourself or he's like be flexible like relax and be flexible and so I've been really taking hit those words to heart like okay just be flexible which means focus back on me always turn back into myself like if like I will be accepted by someone fully for me just being who I am and that's including the job and everything that comes with that because I love my job Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so it's like there's but you're so right there's that fear of like if I get into this like is it going to work out? If it doesn't, did I waste my time? Blah blah blah. Scenarios. blah, blah. It, like false scenarios. Yeah. All <laughs> silly. So st- silly, like, right? silly It's silly, right? It's silly. It's silly.
1: cuz once once I,
0: I said it out loud I was like, oh, "I'm overthinking that for sure." <laughs> you know, it's like relax. But I mean dude. like welcome to the female brain. Yeah, hello. Or like fears of like I've had fears of like not being good enough in like in bed. Yeah. Like or like is he going to like it? Is he not? Like Am I gonna look okay? Do yeah. I does my body right? look okay? Like, right. And like, who gives a fuck? It's sex. He doesn't care. He's got a boner. It doesn't matter. Feels good. So vulgar, bro. Or, Just like or, or or like I'm gonna say it like having like climaxing or whatever for a female is difficult. So I get in my head about it. People, women. I'm reading a book called right now called "Come as You" or "Come as You Are." And it's actually really good. It's, it's, it's called C U M as You. No, Are. no, no, no. <laughs> It's actually, it's just about, like, female sexuality, sexuality in general, and, like, good. why we overthink stuff. Um, Interesting. And it's very, like, it's realistic. Um, I
1: know there's an episode on Explained. Have you watched yes, that watched show? It. Yeah. The and Explained about, one? Yeah. Orgasm, about the female orgasm? Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but it's, it's a great.
0: It. It's a great episode. I'm so excited to watch. Yeah, it's I've good. Watching them all. But you, like, get in your head, and that's another fear, like, fear of, like, not being able to perform. Well, first of all, we have to give ourselves grace and relax and get out of our damn heads. When it comes to the bedroom, yeah. it's gotta let
1: you. Honestly, like I've been trying to live like this of like no expectations, high standards, but no, no expectations. expectations. Right? Of just if you have high expectations or low expectations, you're gonna create a narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Like I expect this, and it's like, or maybe I expect this, it's gonna be super bad or yeah. blah, blah blah. And then it's like, either are right or yeah. you're wrong. Well, one
0: last sex thing. Okay. Sometimes sometimes in general sometimes in general in general like let's say like you're sleeping with someone i'm s- talking just hypothetical sure you're you're sleeping with someone and you're in bed and then like obviously like they want to get you off you want to get off like female like getting a female to come or to, yeah straight up, to, to come is harder than a male like mm-hmm. dingling go whatever but sometimes i'll tell you right now in my head and, okay, now I'm not speaking hypothetically anymore. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I get so in my head about it that like, not, it just is not working. So at a certain point, I'm like, just, just finish, please. Because I'm just like over it. Not because of them. Because I'm having, not because of the and them. It's right. because I'm I'm now exhausted myself in putting so much fear and pressure instead of enjoying the experience and like not being present that I'm just like, I am done. It sucks.
1: The last thing, maybe not the last, but yeah. the one thing I want to say about just sex with a partner is I think, and I think there's research on this too, the best, best sex you're going to have is when you're not selfish. It's when you are so focused on what the other person wants yeah, and pleasing them, they're going to reciprocate that shit and it's yeah. going to be fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's the best you know, i've
0: had a few experiences where the males are very much like um, for um themselves no 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 for oh, me okay. and that's a really good change of pace that's very thank you and that should be the norm but experience being with a partner who is like like about giving um again can put some stress and then you're like Ugh, i'm not gonna perform and i'm like just get over with just get it over with you just fine. but not in a mean That's way like the i'm just worst. like i'm enjoying this but like it's not working right now Yeah. You're just it's like, almost like right. i cr- i created so much um anxiety in my head that i gave myself whiskey dick you know how guys whiskey clit <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i'm talking about like if a guy drinks too much or the wiener doesn't work why do we yes, always I go know. down this path bro it's i think me. It's, it's my normal. fault
1: it is your fault a little bit but
0: I'm reading the I book. Let's it. talk about it. It's, it's, it's in her head. It's normalizing normal. things we need to normalize. normalize. Sex, sexuality, death. Yes. Um you fo-
1: uh Okay, last last mm-hmm. thing. You had me follow this girl called Sex with Emily mm-hmm. on Instagram and I'm like she's fantastic. It's totally normalizing everything. Everything, everything about sex and I'm like I appreciate this lady. Yeah. It's, it's giving me a little more confidence. She's to super like,
0: awesome. Super cute be too. Being more
1: comfortable with my sexuality and then being more comfortable talking about it. And so I really like her. She's, yeah. She's
0: cool. Follow her. Sex with Emily. Yeah. Super awesome. We'll put it in the show notes. She is super cool. I like what she has to say. Um, but yeah, being with, that this is... I. <laughs> but I think ultimately the concept of fear is definitely a multi part conversation. There's so much, so many more avenues we can go down. And we just touch the surface on this. And it's okay to talk about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's okay to be afraid.
1: I think a lot of people don't find like where those fears come from. And like that's growth, baby. That's growth. When you yeah. can at least identify where these fears are coming from. Ask yourself why, why, why of like, why do you behave this way? Why are you afraid of this X, Y, Z and identify it as a fear, not like just that's who you are. Identify it as a fear, ask yourself why, and then go down the little rabbit hole Yeah, just a little bit. And like, you don't need to do it all at once. It's going to, you're going to learn a lot more, the more frequently you address these fears and ask the more frequently you ask yourself why um and it it's almost it's healing really it's really healing
0: yeah Um, and it's
1: empowering
0: it's very because then when
1: you get the root of it you're like okay i know my root now i can move forward Mm -hmm. yeah it gives gives yourself a personal validation which is really cool
0: yeah cool cool whiskey clip <laughs> <laughs> well hey guys <laughs> we're uh that comes to the end of this episode and just a reminder you can find us on spotify apple Podcasts. we are on instagram weights wine wisdom we have an email hit us up there weights wine wisdom at gmail.com but we love I, yeah we love just sharing this stuff with you and i think yes yeah, i think valuable. ultimately again like this is our this is something that we found that we really enjoy and we're doing it for us and for the benefit of you guys too. <laughs> Here, Queefit whiskey clip. Woo! Cheers. Water cheers.